0: What's up, Maine? It's the Urban Librarian here to talk about some of the deep issues and content within our favorite urban fiction books. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urban Library Bookstagram Page. On this week's shelf, we have The Streets Have No Queen by Jaquavis Coleman. I gave this book a four-star rating. My review summed up in six words for The Streets Have No Queen is, Be careful who you sleep on. Now, the only reason why I gave the book four stars is because it had a lot of writing errors. Other than that, the plot and the skeleton of the book was amazing. Another thing that may have disturbed some people or will disturb you if you haven't gotten the book is the size of the book. When I got it, I was like, wait, this is too thin. And then, I don't know about y'all, but for me, I definitely had to look at the table of contents. When you see that it's 11 chapters, your heart going to drop because mine's did. But let me just say this. Everything, and I mean everything, that you need to know are within those 11 chapters. Even though the book is thin, it does not leave you hanging or starving for more information. You will know everything that you need to know. For this particular episode, I'm not gonna focus on an underlying message, although I think that the main takeaway for me was to make sure that you are aware of your enemies and once again to stop sleeping on folks. It was crazy to me how these folks, the characters, were in the same house and or room with the person that is their biggest enemy. Like that was mind blowing. Jaquavis gave us two puzzles in the back of the book, a word search and a crossword. Now, a girl like me, I enjoy word searches way more than crosswords, but I appreciate the intel that I gained from the crossword. I'm going to tell you all about that in a minute. Jaquavis also gave us a promo summary of Black Monopoly, which is a book that he is writing or has already written and just hasn't released yet. About Financial Literacy for Black America. Now, I have been excited for this book ever since I knew it was going to be a thing. Like, I love talking finances, except, of course, for when I'm dead broke, and then it's just straight depressing. But it excites me to learn about ways to increase my wealth. So I'm looking forward to that book. Hopefully, Jaquavis will offer suggestions for what he thinks are smart money moves, like what to invest in or how to get started. I also hope that he speaks about the fear that our black and brown people have when it comes to taking a nest egg and paying off debt as opposed to stacking our paper. Anyways, when the book drops, y'all know I'm coming back on here to talk about it. I low-key feel like it's going to be a nonfiction book and it's probably going to be the only nonfiction book that I have on this podcast, but I definitely think it's going to be worth it. Okay. Back to the Streets Had No Queen. Jaquavis included five discussion questions in the back of the book along with the crossword and the word search that I told you about. So I'm going to tell y'all my thoughts on those questions. So consider this your spoiler alert because all things discussed from this point on may include spoilers from the book. Okay, question number one. If you were a casting director, who would you cast as Red, Bless, and Shauna? First, let me say when I read a book, sometimes I picture characters exactly how they are described in the book. But sometimes I read a book and I think of celebrities who look like their names could be whatever the characters' names are. Or I pick a celebrity that the character reminds me of. So for Red, Thinking of his fair skin complexion and football build, I instantly thought of The Rock. But The Rock isn't gangster enough, so the only person I can think of that fits that mold almost is Vin Diesel. For Shauna, y'all remember Free, like from Free and AJ on BET? Free is a beautiful, thick, brown-skinned woman, and that's just how I envision Shauna as being. So, free is my visual for her. For bless, I always think of a brown-skinned man that can switch it up and look like a square but also look like a gangster. So, to me, Lance Gross is who I think fits the description for bless or fits the image in my mind that I see for bless. Question number two. There is a point in the book where Jaquavis described a man's kiss. He described how a forehead kiss is more sensual than a vaginal one. Is this true? And what feeling does this kiss give you when dealing with a partner? So I agree with Big Bro. Like the kiss to the forehead, I feel like it's definitely way more sensual than a vaginal kiss because it's just one that is very pure in nature. It's it's loving, very loving. The feeling that it would give me when dealing with a partner is a feeling of complete tender affection. Number three, there was a Red Fox reference throughout the book. It was an obsession of blesses. Did you catch the correlation between the fox and Red? Yo, I absolutely, positively did not catch this Easter egg until it was stated in the last chapter but it all made sense i was like dang bless been over here plotting plotting like i think he bought the red foxes to make sure that he never lost sight of his goal and to motivate him daily to not stop until he killed red i did think it was weird when red went to go lay down in the room and he looked at the fox Like, I didn't know that it was connected, but I knew that it was significant because in my mind, I read that and I was like, why did Jaquavis just emphasize that? Like, I just knew, I had a feeling. I just didn't know what it was, though. Question number four. Shauna was in love with the memory of a man and his potential more than the man she actually had. Have you ever stayed in a relationship too long Because of potential or past memories. For sure. Yeah, I'm definitely guilty of that myself. You live and you learn. And that's why I chose the quote that I did for this book. Y'all gotta go to the bookstagram and see what that is. Question number five. This book is a three-part series. All connected, however, three different characters. Where did their stories connect? And what will the third installment be about in your opinion? Well, I'm glad that we know it is a three-part series because I was wondering how many parts it was going to have. So, Bless is someone we didn't know about in The Streets Have No King, but he is a character that we learn about due to Jaquavus exploring how incidents that happened in The Streets Have No King affected others. So, if we go along that route, The third part could explore the aftermath of many incidents that happened in The Streets Had No King. A few of them, like, let's say Vivian. Vivian was Basil's little plaything that he dropped for Mariah. Her cousin was her bread and butter, but Basil killed him. So maybe we get to see the aftermath of that. Or, Fat Rat, Fat Rat is dead. So what does that mean for the people that depended on him if he had any. Because if I remember correctly, I don't think Jaquavis spoke about him having family, but what if he do? Like, what if he, I don't know, got like some secret kids stashed somewhere or something? Maybe we might see the aftermath of that. Um, Landon and LJ, those are the Irishmen that that end up dying. So, like, who took over for the Irishmen after Landon and LJ died? We could see the aftermath of that. Or, we could go with an obvious pick, like the fact that we never know what happened to Basil after the streets had no king. So, maybe we might see that, or we might find out who the king of the streets now. The streets have no queen story connects at the mayoral ball and the attempted murder at the regency. So, the next book could connect at the All-Star Weekend or during one of Kane's university classes. At this point we don't know which way it could go. Like it's so many I don't know different incidents or points in the streets have no King that Jaquavis could pick up another story at. So at this point I'm just waiting to see. Now the question I have for you all is what do you think the title of book three will be? Based on the crossword, we know it's going to be about somebody named Ali. Now, I can't say for sure if Ali is a woman or a man, but what I do know for sure is that Jaquavis is following a chess pattern. At first, I thought it was based on a 52 card deck, but I know better than that now. So, if we follow the pattern, the chess pattern, that is, the next book could be called. The streets have no bishop, or the streets have no knight. Now, if we look at the main character names, Basil and Bless, I would lean towards Bishop because they all Bs, you see what I'm saying? But if we look at the title origins, King came from who was the man in the streets at that time, and Queen came from Bless's wife. So it could be Bishop, if that's like Ali's profession, let's say he or she is, a bishop of a church or something. Or it could be bishop or knight because that might be Ali's last name. I don't know. At this point, like I said, we just got to see. We haven't been introduced to this person yet, but we do know that they were somewhere lurking behind the scenes of the Streets Have No King. Thank y'all for listening, and I'll see y'all next time to explore the pages of the Bank sisters one and two by Nikki Turner.